Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Happy New Year! Woo! We are back! <laughs> and what a year it has been. So oh welcome back to Girl Water Your Grass. Welcome, everybody. Happy New Year. We were so blessed to be able to spend New Year's together at our dear friend and <laughs> colleague, Cecilia Pappas's wedding. The news oh, just went viral. So, so beautiful. So we can say, we can talk about it now. <laughs> that's right. We've been so excited, but New Year, New You, all the things. And we're just super excited to hit the ground running this year. And you know, all the things that God has in store. It's so fun to think about what's going to happen on by December 31st, 2022, as we yes. talked about a year ago. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, we often get ahead of ourselves and forget to celebrate the life that we just has just gone before us. So yeah. what are we going to talk about today, Maria? Yeah. So today, so we were, we, we have so many topics that we are excited to get into in this new year. And one of the ones that was coming up a lot are, well, I should say three <laughs> particular ones that have come up a lot. And so we want to talk with you guys about the three C's of success, because when we look back over our work with, you know, with our podcast and getting that started, when we look back over some of our business ventures this last year, we realized that three of the things that for every one of those, and if we look back in general over our life and those things that we've been successful in, that there are three components that are really important to, to do as you go along towards your goal, your dream. So the three C's of success that we want to talk about are courage, consistency, and celebration. These so just three things that are part of the components. So there are a lot yes, of others. There's a lot. But we're just, yeah, there's a lot, but we're going to hone yeah. in on those today. So yes. again, it's courage, consistency, and celebration. So let's talk yeah. first about, you know, when it comes to being successful, the importance of courage and taking that first step. So mm. you want to talk a little bit about just like us hopping into yes. the podcast almost a year ago, three more yeah. episodes and <laughs> we'll have been officially a, a full year. So exciting. So talk about that. Yeah. So we, when you think of starting something new, our brain automatically, because it's out of the comfort zone, you know, our, our brain is going to give us all the reasons why we should not do it, why it's a bad idea, why we should stay quote unquote safe. Safe. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Safe is actually very dangerous. And so the comfort idea is the thief of, of success. Right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. It is. And so really having the courage because the temptation also is to say, well, you know, with, with a podcast, the temptation was to say, well, 
you know, everybody has a podcast and both MK and I have a lot of friends who have podcasts already. And so the temptation is to say, you know what, but everybody's already doing that. What do we have or to bring? Do people really want to hear what we have to say? Right. What do we have to bring to the table? That's not already being brought or, you know, a million reasons why it, it's a stupid idea to, to do this. But so it takes courage to say, you know what? Yeah. Maybe there's a lot of people doing this, but the way that we bring something to the table is, is unique in the same way that if you bring something to the table, we can bring the same thing, but the way that we bring it is going to be totally different because it's unique to who we are as human beings. And we all have our, no one else can that. sing your song, right? Just yeah. like we talked about before the, yes. the, the tune and, mm-hmm. you know, also just knowing that, um, I've probably shared this story before, but when I started monogramming a retail gift shop business 15 years ago, so many people tell me, oh, there's already tons of people to do that. And if we, if we really find evidence of that, remember our particular activator is going to find all the reasons why we shouldn't do it. Already have like seven friends who have a podcast. We have the same circle of friends. Um, you know, I'm not going to have anything new to say. Do people want to hear what I have to say? Um, will we even run out of things to talk about? We start to find all the reasons why not. And so this is why we talk so much about the importance of mindset work. Because when we seek what we find, we find what we seek, right? So now we start to look for the opposite. And we want to look at like, how can I be courageous? How can I step out? Why do we want to do this, right? And And having that courage. And yeah, when we started this, we had no idea what we were doing. Oh my gosh. It was the blind leading the blind. (laughs) You know, and the the other part of the thing. And the other part of it too, and this is something that MK and I talk a lot about is that it also takes a lot of vulnerability and humility to share our hearts, you know, to share our stories and to really be authentic. And we know that that is what resonates with people. You know, the podcast that we have typically gotten the most feedback on and, and where people then said, oh my gosh, that just changed my whole day was those ones where we really shared from our hearts, you know, where we let people see, you know, where our guests shared things, you know, we had guests sharing some really hard stories or difficult times they had walked through. And, and all of us have done those things. All of us have walked through hard times. All of us have had sadness and hardships and challenges in our lives. And there's something that's amazing to be able to listen to someone's story and say, wait, me too. You know, like I yeah, have, and I, it's relatable, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we all have crosses and I think it's, it's like that social media where you see the picture perfect life. No one can relate to that because no one's life is really like that all the time. Yeah, and we so, all got this stuff. It reminds me of actually years ago, I had, um, probably about seven years ago, I had torn my ACL, MCL meniscus, and it was such a hard, hard, hard season with all that. And I started sharing it um, I had a blog that I just started sharing with people and kind of put on the social media during that season um, and just sharing my journey. And it was funny because I, prior to that, had just not really shared a lot of, you know, just from a person. Oh no, Maria is super private. <laughs> it's true. And, but the feedback from it for people from people was just amazing and really beautiful where people were saying, oh my gosh, you know, I, I had this happen to me and oh my gosh, I, I totally hear that. And so, um, so it really, it made me realize how important it is when we are talking to people, just the importance of sharing. Um, again, it doesn't mean you share everything, right. You don't have to share your whole, you know, life story, but where you're sharing, um, Brene Brown talks about that vulnerability is sharing those, 
with those who Earned deserve, right. yes, mm-hmm. with those who deserve to hear your story, right? So they they show that they are um, that kind of friend, and so there's a way I think that we can share with people that is just really touching. We've seen through the podcast that there's ways that, that we can show share from a personal um, and vulnerable space that's actually very touching. And just to to kind of piggyback on that thought, it's not it's everything in life. I feel like is balance. It's yeah. not oversharing, like yes. attention seeking. Look at me. Yeah. And it's also not, um, totally being shut down. And I love just, we love Renee Brown where she says, um, you know, when you're still in a season and you're still feeling it so much and you haven't healed from it, it's probably not the appropriate time to share. It's when you've moved past something and have have been through the journey and the healing process that you can have so much power in sharing your story. Right. Um, so it can't be attention seeking, but it's more like, I've been through this. I hear you. I feel you. I see you. And I know what you're going through Yeah. and, um, just having the courage to share that so that it can in turn help someone else. It's not yeah. about me or you. It's about, um, sharing our story to help other people know, you know, and this too shall pass. We'll get through this. Or, right. you know, even from a success standpoint, this is how I've done it. And it's worked great. There's other ways to do it, but maybe you can learn something from that. Right. Totally. So well, just wrapping up that courage piece, what we've really seen is you love it when we cry. So, you know, <laughs> so this year our goal is to cry every episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm sure my goal is to make Maria cry. Cause I'm always crying. <laughs> Oh my tears. Goodness. So, so just diving in. Yeah. Just really showing that courage and having the vulnerability to step out and take the risk yeah, and to believe in yourself and to share your story and to be authentic. And to me, if you're in business or just in life, one of the biggest things that you can do for, for to contribute to success is to be you. Be yes. authentically you and show yep. up as you. And that takes a lot of courage. Yeah. So, so we want to encourage you with that idea of courage that if you are someone you've stepped into the new year and you've been contemplating, you know, starting something, whether it's a business or whether it's a book project or a podcast, or maybe it's just trying a new skill. We want to encourage you to step out in courage in that, even though it's uncomfortable, even though it feels like you might die, even though it feels like scary. Um, we just want to encourage you to do it. So courage is our first one that we want to talk about. And the second one, MK talk with us about consistency. Consistency and consistency really is everything because, you know, it's like when you have these new year's resolutions, you show up to the gym, how everyone knows the gyms are packed for January, but then people aren't seeing immediate results because it doesn't happen overnight. It's about consistency over the long term, Right. And so it's just the little bitty steps that matter. And it's, um, you know, Marie and I both have a very active physical lifestyle and it's, it's not because we've done it for a week or a month. And, and that's how we have been able to stay physically active. It's that we've done it literally for 25 to 30 years. We have been committed to daily movement and exercise. And that's where we have been able to maintain health. You know, things change. I've been pregnant six (laughs) times or five times, twins, but, um, just the consistency and the power of showing up. And I think oftentimes we get caught up in the intensity and a quote that I really love is that it's consistency over intensity, right? Mm, Um, You can go kill it and do sprints for a week and you're not going to see a lot of change. And that's, I mean, it's really easy to relate it to a physical exercise example, but it's really everything, you know, we have consistently shown up to this podcast Mm -hmm. every week. And there's been a lot of Monday mornings when we typically record (laughs) Um, we're like, that, wait a second. 
we have, we want to catch up on the weekend and we have all the things to do, or, you know, you don't feel good, all the things. And and you do have to be able to pivot, like, especially with podcasting, if you have a cold or a cough, Mm -hmm. say, oh, let's like, actually we're recording this on Thursday this week before it comes out tomorrow, because (laughs) I was sick on Monday. Right. 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 Yeah. And it kind of reminds us of, you know, James Clear has the book Atomic Habits. And um, one of the things that he talks about is how, you know, if you're waiting for an ice cube to melt, right, maybe it's 10 degrees, well, it's not going to melt yet. And then it's 20 degrees, still not melting. And, you know, 29 degrees, it's still not melting 30, 31. It's only once it gets to 32 degrees that the ice cube will start to melt. And the, and the temptation is because it hasn't melted yet is to say, forget it. Right. And I think with a lot of things, we get frustrated because we don't have immediate results. We don't get what we want when we want it as, as quickly, but that's the point is the consistency. It's the power of showing up. It's a power of keep going. It's that one step, one step, one step. And sometimes, you know, we miss that. Sometimes we, do, we don't even see how much those one steps before you know it, actually you've gone up the whole staircase, but you didn't even realize you were up the whole staircase because you were going, oh, I'm not really getting anywhere. I'm just going up one step every day. And so That's you true. cannot underestimate the power of that everyday one degree difference. It really does. And it's, it's that one degree. I'm sure you've, you've heard before, if a plane leaves New York and it's flying to LA and they're only one degree off. Yeah. They end up in like Alaska or something. I don't know where that, what it is, but, you know, not even in the right city because of that one degree makes a difference. And there is such power in showing up. Let me say it again. There is such power in showing up. And we live yes. in this culture today that wants immediate gratification for everything. We want everything instant. We're three minutes. We're two minutes. We want yes. a microwave. We want fast food. If Chick-fil-A takes longer than five minutes, we're mad. I mean, everything. Mm-hmm. We are so boom, boom, boom. And that instant gratification is not sustainable. It's not yeah. lasting, right? Mm-mm. And um, the power of showing up consistently over time will lead yeah. you to years and years and years of success. Even just talking about taking it off the physical, like, yeah, maybe you can't read a book a week, but what if you read 10 pages a day just during the week? That's 50 yes. pages a week, 200 pages a month, probably a book a month you will have read. 12 books to have bettered your life in your mind, as opposed to scrolling through the TV or Netflix or whatever, social media and the power of those consistently showing up. And with that, not being attached to the immediate gratification, but being so detached from the outcome and what happens, just showing up and doing your work. And that actually is very biblical, like just show up and do today's work and do it well. And tomorrow will take care of itself. Yeah. It's amazing too. I was, um, I had a music teacher and he actually talked a lot about this. He said, you know, a lot of people think that they've got to spend, you know, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, whatever, practicing every single day, blah, blah. And, and he really came at it from the perspective and he had taught tons and tons of students and he was a phenomenal musician and as well as a teacher. And he had talked about the power of, he said, every time you go past the piano, play something, play, you know, even if it's just one thing and Yeah. (laughs) Whether it's one scale or whether it's, you know, one song or one part of the song that you're getting stuck on and and fix that. And what he found was his students were skyrocketing in, in just getting better and better and better, much quicker. Um, in fitness, they talk a lot about this, um, uh, Pavel who, um, he does a lot with kettlebells and, and you in the fitness world might, might know about him, but you know, he talks about like greasing the groove where, 
every day, you know, every time you go past that pull-up bar, do a couple pull-ups. And before you know it, you're able to do 10 pull-ups, 20 pull-ups, 30 pull-ups, whatever. And so we don't realize the consistent, but it's the consistency, you guys. And I think that's a part, you know, I've heard, had a lot of clients say, well, I'm not, I'm just not consistent. I'm just not a consistent person. And as we talk more, I'm like, well, do you brush your teeth every day? Well, yeah. Do you go to bed every day? Yeah. Do you eat food every day? Yeah. Do you do? And, and you start drawing that, well, you know, what things do you do every day? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. We Found are evidence <laughs> of where you are consistent, right? Yes. Cause we know that matters. Totally. So we actually are very good at being consistent. It's just different. Those things have become autopilot, but the more that you, you know, when you're starting something new, it does take time to learn to, to have that consistency where it just becomes second nature. I think for, you know, MK and I being active every day, getting a workout in every day is just second nature at this point. You know, yeah, and you don't even have to think about it. It's just like what we do. Right. You know that it's going to get done during your day. You know, hopefully praying is something that, you know, a lot of us are to every day, you know, different things, um, listening to personal development every day is hopefully. So just knowing, you know, what are the things that I want to be consistent in that tie in with my goal, that tie with my dream. And it and doesn't the tie have to be in a lot. With like who I am, like I yes. want to be, mm. I don't even want to have to think about prayer. It's just like part of who I am. God's plan for my life is just part of who I am and and moving the body that he gave me and nourishing Mm. it well and all the things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, um, consistency is hard. I'm not going to lie. It's hard to show up when you don't want to, but allowing your brain that, that part to not take over and saying, ah, I don't have to today, but, but actually doing it and showing up and showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, it really, really does matter. And Aunt yeah. Maria has taught my children well. The piano is going 24 <laughs> hours a day because every time someone passes it, they play it. It's so good. So I have a consistent headache at all times. <laughs> she loves it. <laughs> oh my no, goodness. Consistency matters. And that brings us to our final C of celebration. And this is yes. something in our culture we do not do well at all. But let's talk about yeah. the power of celebration mm-hmm. and um, just the importance of even the science behind it. Let's start with the yeah. science behind it. Yeah. Well, so one of the things I, I want to share this story and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the science behind it, but I had a client who, um, she, you know, we were doing some coaching and she was really frustrated because she just felt like, oh my, she's looking ahead and she's like, oh my gosh, I just have so far to go and not getting anywhere. And, all you know, looking at all the ways that she was feeling. And so I stopped her and said, okay, let's go ahead and do a backtrack. I want you to go back to January of 2021. And I want you to write down who were you at that moment? What were your days like? How did you think, you know, how were you showing up to your life? And, and so she did this, right. And she wrote all the things down. And then I said, okay, and now I want you to write down way, like how you think now, how you show up, you know, the way that you, uh, just the way that you're living life now, she did that. And she started crying because she finally realized, oh my gosh, I have come such a long way and I've not even acknowledged myself for that. And so there's a huge, huge power of celebrating those things. You know, the temptation is so often we're so busy wrapped up with and focused on the, on the big achievements that we actually overlook the smaller ones. And then we think we haven't done anything worth celebrating. But what's amazing is when you're focusing on smaller wins, then you actually keep reaping the benefits of that. And so the reason why is, so when you nail a small win, so for example, it can be something as small as um, getting alignment fixed on PowerPoint, or I don't know, it can be super tiny, but 
you can feel good about what you've, what you've achieved because it actually triggers the, produ the production of neurotransmitters such as dopamine, which is the feel good hormone. And so when you do that, you can kind of get addicted to that hit of dopamine, which motivates you to make it happen again. And the reason that's important is because, you know, along your journey, if you keep celebrating those things and you keep getting that dopamine hit, you want to do more of it. So basically, you know, action leads to result, which leads to you feeling good. So celebrating, which leads to more action, which leads to more result. So it's an incredible cycle, but if there's no reward, then that momentum actually dies. So for example, if it goes to action and the result, no celebration, well, then there's no good feeling, then there's less action, and then there's fewer results. So the importance of getting those mini dopamine hits of happiness are really important because you kind of get addicted to it in a good way, right? Mm -hmm. And then you want to do more of that. You know, we all, we all want celebration. But when we get there, we forget to celebrate. And it really is so important. And we, we've heard all the things like life is short, eat the cake, celebrate, you know, all the things. And there's a balance between that, right? You can't, there's definitely a balance. But we know that just as Maria was speaking to here, success breeds success. Mm -hmm. And when we celebrate those little successes, it's so important. And I have two different examples in my own life, one good and one not so good, mm. um, of how this works. And in the working world, you know, I was yeah. working for a company and had worked literally, it was just a sprint to hit our end of the quarter goal mm. and worked 60 hours a week. Didn't even see my family, which is on me. Not a good thing. Don't recommend it because you never do know when it might be your last day. Um, but was just killing it. And by the nick of time, we hit this crazy outrageous goal that we, we it was just outrageous. And then the next day after the quarter ended, we just went on. It was like, great job, pat on the back and nothing. There was no celebration. And I just felt so unappreciated, so defeated. Mm -hmm. um, didn't even want to work, go to work the next month. I was like, why? What's the point? Right. And it was so unmotivating and just, um, gosh, talk about wanting to motivate your employees to appreciate and celebrate them matters. And on the yeah. flip side, I was blessed to work for an amazing woman by the name of Tess Christensen. If you're listening, Tess, I love you still. <laughs> um, and, you know, you don't know what you don't know. It was back when I was 21 years old um, that I worked for her. And she was a genius at celebrating people. Unbelievable. Every little thing. You know, I would just make one good presentation in practice. And she would be like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Here's a Starbucks gift card. And it's not about the stuff. Yeah. It's not about getting things, but it's about being celebrated along yes. the way just for like a good presentation. Yeah. And oh, here's here's a little something, you know, I, I remember going out, um, going out to lunch with her and we were working on something and I said, oh, my gosh, that's such a cute bowl. Like there was a little shop before, like it was a, it was a hometown restaurant, but like Cracker Barrel has the shop before you go into the restaurant, mm, you know, yes. that's something about it. And on the way out, she bought it for me and she was, I didn't know what she was doing. I thought she was going to the restroom and she was like, I'm just so proud of you and how hard you work. And you mm. give so much to me and the team. Um, I'll never forget it. I still have it, the chicken bowl and it's 20 years old, but That's you know, amazing. the power and I wanted to, I would get up at 5am every morning. I would work so hard for this woman yeah. because I knew she loved me and appreciated me and cared mm. for me. Mm -hmm. And it was so motivating. I wanted to please her. 
And again, we're not into people pleasing here, but just the motivation of being celebrated and being appreciated. Yeah. And it, she helped me to learn to celebrate my own success mm. and I wanted more of it. And I became, that was probably, I became very successful very quickly in the role that I was in. And I attribute a lot of that to her and how mm. she managed me yeah. with celebration, you know? Hint, hint for all of those who do have employees or who do have, you know, people that you're working with, celebrate your people, not just a pat on the back, but literally, you know, whether it's a little card or a gift or take them out to lunch or something, it's amazing, you know, a gift card, whatever. When we celebrate those people, it does encourage them to do more of. And I think sometimes it is easy to forget that. And this is actually really yeah, interesting. Take care of your people and your people will take care of you. It's yes. so true. And it's even just like that genuine conversation of like mm. looking you in the eye of how grateful I am yeah. for all that you're doing and have done, because we need to know that we matter. Everyone wants yes. to feel seen, known, loved, and heard. Yeah. And when we let them know, I see you, I love you, I hear you, and I appreciate mm. you, it matters. Mm. And that celebration mm. will lead to more success yeah. and to harder work. And sometimes like a good practice can be also is write down those little wins, whatever they are. There was some really fascinating research from the Harvard Business School and they looked at, I think it was around 12,000 diary entries from over 238 employees across seven companies to track their performance. And what they found was that writing down the small wins actually helped the people to recognize their efforts, process them, and in turn, it actually increased their creativity and confidence in their work. So it just goes back to, there is power, you guys, in recognizing our wins. There is power in celebrating our wins. And so we want to encourage you, whatever, look back over this year and celebrate those wins. Give yourself a pat on the back. Go get your nails done. Go, um, you know, however you like to celebrate, do something to celebrate. Even know how you like to celebrate. Yeah. Think about it. Take it five minutes to think about how you like to celebrate. Mm, you know? Yes. I don't know if you know, I'm like thinking about it right now as I'm watching the beautiful snowfall. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it yes. is just, and a, you know, celebrating like, oh my gosh, it's gonna, it's a day off school today and we're going to celebrate. It's a big yeah. celebration at the Waffen house. Yes. School's out. So celebrate friends. So to wrap it up in a sweet little pretty bow, you just want to make sure that you, the three C's that we find are vital. And again, there are a lot more, but these are ones we've really noticed um, that played a big role for us this year is courage, consistency, and celebration. And we'd love to hear how those have shown up for you guys. How are you, you know, showing up with courage, consistency, and celebration over this last year? And then how are you focusing on that this year? We would love to hear. We're going to keep showing up every week and being consistent and helping you all continue to water your grass. So we will see you next week. Thanks for being here on Girl Water Your Grass. Bye.